1: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: I killed it. I appreciate the, uh, the kind words.
3: I hit, you know, one out of ten. You wrote all those lyrics?
4: Every last one. That's a ten. It's a ten, chop. Oh, yeah. Yep.
3: One out of ten. No, no. Like one out of every ten, I get. Oh well, that you went, I do.
4: You you went full Cooper Rush on that one though. That's a ten. The Arizona <laughs>
3: Cardinals have requested permission to interview Brian Flores for their vacant head
4: coaching Ooh. position. They still have to get permission from Miami for that. Or well, where, is where, is he, where is it? Where is he? Where is he? oh yeah, because he's on stat. What is he doing there? Coach
3: secondary coach. <laughs> Co- I thought
4: you didn't have to even ask permission when it was one of those like kind of elevations. Like right. a position coach. Like shouldn't that. have to. I guess it's just more like you're informing them you're going to interview him rather than Well is he under permission. contract? Yeah, but if it's a like position coach, like and it's a if it's a promotion, I don't think you have to request permission.
3: All right, Stephen A's coming up at eight twenty. You're not going to want to miss that. It's Sean, RJ, and Bobby on a football Friday. Let's pick the rest of these games, all right? We're going to have Monday to do the dark roast. I'll replay RJ song, of course. We'll play it at the end of Crosstalk and actually pick Cowboys versus Tampa Bay. But let's get to the schedule. And, of course, it begins tomorrow. 3.30 our time. Seahawks at 49ers. Everyone's picking the 49ers.
2: Yeah, and that's uh, that's that's to be expected. Um, they're the better team. They're a really good team, um, and Seattle is, I think, let's see, outside of the Giants, or is Seattle the biggest overachiever that made the postseason?
3: Ooh, probably the Giants, and then yeah. Seattle.
4: Still the Giants. But man, you want to talk about a, if you've got a particular rooting interest, if you're a Cowboys fan oh, outside of your own game, this is the one. You either, get Seattle to knock off San Francisco. You get the 49ers out. You guarantee you're not going to have to play oh, the Eagles next round. Yes. You will either go to Minnesota, where you've already whooped up on them, or you'll have a home game.
3: Yeah. Seattle's the team I'm rooting for the most the entire weekend.
4: Wait, wait, wait the NFL, they don't recede, do they? They I don't th- recede. But if you've got, if you knock out two and three, then. I, I still think you're bracketed. No, 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 no. If if they're the lowest, if Seattle's the lowest, number one gets the lowest seed.
3: The Seahawks are the team I'm rooting for the most. It's not even close for all you Geno Smith lovers, Dan Orlovsky, um, to go ahead and close out the regular season. I mean, they started slipping up. Right? Wait, did they face Denver at the be- at the end of the season? I I always go to the schedule and mess it up in terms of is it the very beginning
4: or the very San Francisco. End they were at the very beginning they played seattle Denver. oh seattle
3: yes seattle uh the seahawks finished 9 and 8 second in the NFC west uh passing yards per game tied for 11th with gino rushing yards 18th in the league they scored 24 a game ninth highest points against they gave up 24 a game that Oof. was 25th in the league so not good not Oof. good but i i just have a feeling this thing could Maybe play out a little bit closer. They lost three of their final five. They won their final two. They beat the Jets 23-6. to And then that crazy game that they needed against the Rams. Mm-hmm. They only won by three. That's not the best feeling going in. But I'm rooting for Seattle. We're all going to pick San Francisco.
2: Yeah, I'm going to pick them as well. And this is going to be a sloppy one. Weather? 99% chance of rain. Thunder, wind, 21-mile-an-hour winds, 57 degrees on Saturday.
3: Is that actually better for San Fran? Yeah, it might be.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think so, especially because San Francisco, like, you just look at the way their defense is. They were number one in total defense, number one in scoring defense, number one in turnover margins, second in rush defense. Like, this is this plays out perfect for them.
2: Yeah, and on Sunday, I mean, rain all day, too. 89% chance of rain, 54. Like, either it, it's going to rain. All day. They, they, they couldn't get helped either way.
3: All right, anything else to add on this one?
4: No, I just that. I mean, you look at there, there's starting to be a little susceptibility. If you want some positivity, but in a sloppy game like this, it'll be hard. San Francisco, the last two weeks, has started giving up big passing plays, which is, if you want to hold on to some vulnerability for San Francisco, it would be there. How's oh, DK
3: been this year? As he got his new contract? We're oh, waiting yeah. for him to kind of be the next Megatron.
4: He's just been kind of mid
3: 90 catches a thousand yards six touchdowns that well, ain't mid it's, 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 it's
4: mid when you consider like 11 yards per reception when he's yeah. been mr downfield target True. most of his career now,
2: obviously gino had not as downfieldy as russ was russ loved to throw that deep ball let
4: russ cook man. yeah just
2: let him cook all
3: right the game of the day saturday is at seven fifteen. nbc chargers at jacksonville
2: oh boy this is uh, me and Mike Bassick are, are ne- forever in love with this game.
3: God, I'm praying for the Chargers to shut up, you Jags fans. I'm T uh, Law
4: walking t- on sunshine. I- <laughs> was that the what's this exercise? Yeah, machine? that's it. That's his little oh, yeah dance. He what does. Was that
2: thing.
3: The, the it was a Nordic fl- Nordic track or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> God, All uh. right, Chargers at Jags and Jacksonville. Uh, is the underdog by a point and a half in this game? So the Chargers are favored by a point and a half.
2: Yeah, this is a tough game for me because I love Brandon Staley. I want him to succeed. Uh, I also love Trevor Lawrence. Um, I, I think Jacksonville takes this one. That home crowd was nuts last week. Nuts against Tennessee, uh, and it'll be a night game. The the amount of jean shorts that are going to be in that stadium, <laughs> loud. You don't get you don't you don't you don't get crowds with that have those kind of jean shorts and tank tops you know, and American flag tank tops
3: and that. that mascot, whatever that is. That's like the furry version of Gardner Minshew, like the animal version. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. literally him. So look, the Chargers quietly won four of their last five. The problem is they basically scored twenty a game. That's why I said I'd take Dak over Herbert this weekend. They beat Miami 23-17. They beat Tennessee 17-14. They beat Indianapolis 20-3. They finally scored 30 against the Rams, and then they lost to the Broncos 31-28. So their offense isn't humming. Uh, Staley took some criticism for playing Mike Williams, getting him banged up in that final game. So they've won 4-5, or but it hasn't been that impressive offensively. I think this is a... This is a three-point, six-point game yep. at most. And, I think and, this thing's a coin flip.
2: Yeah, and both teams have have come in really hot. You know, like Jacksonville's been, you know, winning you what know, five of the last seven. Uh, so they both come in pretty hot. Uh, I just, I'll, I'll yeah, you know, I'll just side with Jacksonville in this one. I don't really have Jackson- a, a great take on
3: why. I just, you know, I'll take the home team. And Jacksonville's won five in a row, starting <laughs> with the week before us. Scored thirty-six against the Titans, forty against us then 19 against the Jets, 31 against the Texans, and they got that fumble
4: recovery to beat the Titans. And they whooped up on the Chargers in week three really bad. Oh. They, they beat them 38-10 in week three. Ugh. And so it's funny, actually, against the Chargers, that was one of only four games this year, just four. That was one of only four games where the Jaguars didn't turn the ball over.
3: One of only 4 mm-hmm. My head is telling me Jacksonville – my heart is telling me Chargers. I'm going to pick the Chargers to
4: win. Have you? I'm going to pick the Jaguars. But is there a a are there two teams with a worse home field advantage than these ones matched up? That's why I'm the a little Chargers bit and the Jaguars. Surprised
3: that RJ is talking about the electricity of Jacksonville. I mean,
2: it was it was pretty nuts on that on the Tennessee game.
3: Let me ask you a question. Where were you watching it?
2: Where was I watching?
3: Yeah. What was that last? I was at home. Okay. I think it was at home. Was it? Was Club Chop taking place? Uh, I was a little early. <laughs> it's a little early for Club <laughs> Chop. Okay. Because I'm gonna bet that you were maybe drinking something brown. Yep. And well, no, at, no, on the weekends. I'm, I'm 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 questioning what your sobriety level was to think Jacksonville was bumping and rocking.
2: Uh, yeah, I was I was not sober. But okay. I wasn't drunk. That and was and a wasn't,
3: la- It wasn't brown. That was a later game. It was a night game. Yeah.
2: It was Saturday night.
3: So, There's what? That's eight. too early for Club Chop?
2: Well, Club Chop is really going to about 9 after 9. <laughs> this, 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 you know, at the start of the game, it was like, you know, 7 o'clock, 7.30. 30. Right. So,
4: so, you have Chargers, and then who did you take? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay, so Chop and I with Jacksonville. Oh, you're yes. writing this
3: down. You're charting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got to keep score. Everything's competitive. All right, so those are the games that are taking place on Saturday. Now let's move on to Sunday.
4: Dolphins, Bills. Oh. What a game. Uh, I mean, just, you know. This Buffalo covers
3: the only questions. 13 and a half. RJ with his Degenerate picks coming up at 9 o'clock. Anything else to add to this one?
4: Uh, I I mean, I, I'm kind of liking the the Mike McDaniel meltdown a little bit. I don't have a problem with Mike McDaniel, but I have a problem with the Mike McDaniel homers. In, in a lot of respects, just yeah, I mean everybody. And I still uh, every time I see Mike McDaniel, there's two things I think of. One, the reference that I've been making all week, where when he was asked about Tom Brady this offseason, he went Tom Brady, the Buccaneers <laughs> quarterback, Tom Brady. Like where he sounds like one of the Hardly Boys from South Park. So there's that. And then uh, I'm all, I also think of the fact that when he was in Indy for the combine, and I walked into a bar and he was sitting there, and he was literally swinging his legs <laughs> because he's so short in the little bar stool, but. Uh- Another great note here, Jordan Poyer, when the, the Bills' safety plays, they are 12-0 and 0 this year. They have not lost a single game when he plays. When he doesn't, they're 1-3. And,
3: and when his wife tweets about coming <laughs> to Dallas, what's the record then? All right, game of the day, Giants at Vikings, the Fraud Bowl. What did we call this earlier in the season? This is the Fraud uh, Bowl. It is a
2: Fraud Bowl. That's what it is.
3: So Minnesota is favored by three. And the over under is forty-eight. What happens? And what? what did Brian Dayball say about playoff experience?
2: He said playoff experience is it doesn't matter. And uh it's, it's like one of the first days I've ever agreed with him on. Um, you know, because he's he is a meathead,
4: but he's a he's a fake meathead. So this a was li-
3: a this was the twenty seven twenty four game, right? They lost on a bomb
4: from yeah. Greg Joseph. Yep. It was a sixty one yard field goal as time expired. It was yeah. in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. All
3: right. This time what time of the game? <laughs> that was the game. No, that matters for Kirk. It does matter for Kirk. His the, circadian sleep rhythm is off. The game is 3 30 p.m. Oh, Giants win. In Minnesota. What's Minnesota's time zone? Central.
4: Eastern. <laughs> or, or Minnesota. Central, yeah.
3: Okay, so it's 4 30 there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 4 30 there. 3 30 for us. No, we're, we're the same time zone as Minnesota. Are they Eastern or Central? Central. Central. Okay, sorry. So, Central. 3.30. 30. So uh,
4: Vikings lose. Giants win. Vikings Kirk lose. Kirk can only win at noon. I thought it was like night. He, night, he, night and standalone. Like if he's standalone, <laughs> if he's yeah. standalone game, stand he stand game, he loses. Any
3: standalone game, he loses. Uh he loses the, at night. This is the game that's going to torment me the most because yesterday when I was fighting with Orlovsky, I sent the screenshot to my New York Giant buddies and they're like, "Dan's right. Daniel Jones is better than Dak." Daniel, Daniel Jones Daniel Jones is playing better. You're a Dak Homer. And I'm like, I'm not a Dak homer. I'm just not in a moron. Uh, you're not going to tell me Daniel Jones is better than Dak Prescott. So, if the Giants freaking win, I got to hear Corey Majors talk about Dabes. Dabes. Dabes for an entire week. You're picking. I'll take the Giants. But take- more but, but more because of the time. Why more you because think? of the – yeah, like, uh,
2: Minnesota's a better team. They've got better weapons, and they have a better quarterback. Um –
4: but I don't trust Kirk Cousins to save my life. Robert? Giants. And it's not because of the, the start time or Cousins or anything else. It's just like th- their luck has to run out at some point. So I'm going to say it happens to run And I know Giants have been lucky too, but the the amount of times the Vikings should have lost this season is unreal and unsustainable. So I'm just going to say it, it finally runs out on them here in the playoffs.
3: I'll differ again. Vikings win. And this garbage. Um they won by three. Yes, barely at home, but they're at home again. And And uh, I trust Minnesota to just score more points. So, Minnesota beats the Giants. And then Ravens at Bengals. No one is taking Baltimore. No. Uh, what do you think is a more
2: what, – what's a bigger lock? Bengals over the Ravens without Lamar or Bills over the – Just straight Dull. up? Just straight up. Bigger lock. It's got to be Buffalo, right?
3: What do we know about Skylar Thompson besides he's got a.
4: He was picked 10 slots ahead he of He sounds like he Brock dances at that Baltimore club Baby. that your mom went to. <laughs> <laughs> what, Choppy? Uh, that he was picked like 10 spots ahead of Brock Birdie. There was that too. Yeah. Uh no, I the bigger lock to me would be Buffalo. Buffalo. Now now if Lamar was playing the bigger lock would be Cincinnati. It's Stop the Ravens it. defense. <laughs> Man,
3: I'll tell you It's the Ravens uh, defense yeah. uh,
2: that makes Buffalo the bigger lock. I can't imagine like anything worse than being a player from Miami, having to play in Buffalo in the middle of January.
3: Look at Dan Marino against the Jim Kelly teams. my gosh. So there it is, around the NFL with the selections. Stephen A. Smith guarantees Mike McCarthy is gone if the Cowboys lose Monday night. Let's battle it out. He's not going to nice us down this time. He's not going to sit there and charm us this time. Mm. Stephen A. live on Sean and RJ next. What did I say? I said said he's lying. lying.
1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/recommend slash today.
6: Five point three, the flagship station. I'm texting him right now because they're has all mad me it. to come on because evidently they need me to come back
3: on to echo what the hell I
6: said. So, he's my, lying. But here's nothing, let,
3: let, let Mike McCarthy lose this game Monday night. I gotta say, he does. He does back up his word. He said over the past few weeks, I'll come back on. Uh, We'll go ahead and pick the Tampa game. First take will be in Tampa with Michael Irvin on Monday. And Peyton hit him up. And here he is back on the show, Stephen A. Smith on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Good morning, Stephen A. How are you? Did you miss? Me. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? No, no you do you you worked this reverse psychology. Yep. You made our own listeners turn on us saying, Why are you so nice? You're supposed to shred him, and you came on and you were all sweet and charming and you totally disarmed us.
4: Hey,
6: listen, first of all, I'm a nice guy. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Keep that to yourself. I'm a very nice guy. That's number one. Number two, listen, your listeners, y'all can try to shed me all y'all want to. Y'all know y'all nervous. You're nervous, ain't you? You know what you've been watching better than me. You know it. You're nervous as hell. And this is, the, this is the thing that made me laugh, right? So I'm listening to the interview with Jerry talking to y'all, right? And I'm cracking up laughing because I'm like, what, he, listen, you got to ask the question. You, gotta do, you guys do such a great job. You got to ask the question. And I get that. But you know good and damn well he's lying. Let <laughs> <That> McCarthy <laughs> lose this game. You let Mike McCarthy That's why y'all ask that question because y'all know what I know. He better not lose this game. He better not lose this game. Not the way Tampa has looked all year. Not the way they've struggled offensively, how anemic they've been. Not with the stationary target that is the great GOAT 45 year old quarterback that is Tom Brady. I mean, please. <laughs> they got loads of pressure. Y'all know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. But Jerry's got to say the right things. And that's what he did. That's why he's Jerry Jones. But he's nervous, too, y'all. Y'all saw his face. Y'all saw his face Sunday night after y'all got <laughs> back around by the commanders. Y'all saw it. Y'all... That's why y'all had him on that show asking him those questions. Because y'all saw what I saw. So the fans can say whatever they want. They can sit up there and say, go ahead, Stephen A. Go ahead, Stephen A. But, damn it, they nervous, too. And, by the way, not only am I coming, we're Michael Irvin. I'm coming with Troy Aikman, too. And I'm coming with those videos. Those videos of those Cowboys fans crying last year when San Francisco beat them. I'm coming armed (laughs) and ready. I can't wait, y'all.
3: Monday
6: in Tampa. Y'all going to be there? Are y'all
3: gonna be there? No, we're going to Arizona for the Super Bowl. I'll be there. Really? Really? Bobby'll be there. Yeah, Yeah. we won't. We're not. Let me tell let me tell you why you ain't
6: gonna be there. Let me tell you why you ain't gonna be there. Because you're nervous too. You're (laughs) nervous too.
3: Look, we're definitely there's (laughs) a there's definitely a feeling of nerves in the city. There's no doubt. There's a feeling of nerves. But look, Jerry held on to Garrett way too long, in my opinion. Back to back 12 Mm -hmm. win seasons. I mean, you're so adamant about this. It sounds like you're almost like reporting it versus just giving an opinion. I'm
6: not, I'm not, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, fair is fair. I'm not reporting it. Okay. If I was reporting it, I would tell you so. Okay. In all seriousness, I'm, I, you know, I'm not, if I was reporting it, I would say sources said blah, blah, blah. That's not what I'm saying. That's just an opinion. That's all it is. But here's where, here's where I truly feel that opinion. Jason Garrett was a cowboy, man. He was a player. He was a quarterback for the Cowboys, albeit primarily a backup. The guy was an assistant coach. He was the head coach of waiting. If I remember correctly, he damn near was getting paid as much as Wade Phillips was when he was a, was, he was a coordinator as the head coach of waiting. That was a different relationship. He might like Mike McCarthy, okay, and I get that. But McCarthy was in Green Bay all of those years. He won a Super Bowl. He was taking up to the players. He was beating up on the Cowboys from time to time. That ain't the same kind of relationship that existed with Jason Garrett and Jerry Jones. So I don't want to hear that either. Uh-uh. This is different. That man got to produce. And, oh, by the way, Jerry was considerably younger than my Libra buddy. He was considerably, <laughs> he was, he was, he, my Libra brother. He was considerably younger than. He's 80 now, y'all. Clock's ticket. Yep. I haven't said that. Jerry said that. True. Time's running out. And if you can't get it done, well, guess what? Dan Quinn got him to a Super Bowl, got a team to a Super Bowl before. Yeah, he blew a 25-point lead in the fourth in the second half against Tom Brady. But he's gone to the Super Bowl before. He's shown that he could be a head coach. He definitely, not the last few weeks, but for the most part, got the defense looking better. He's a, a viable head coaching candidate in the eyes of the league. So other teams are going to interview him or what have you. This is why he stayed. So he's a prime candidate for the job. Sean Payton, maybe you could convince him not to take the job in, the, in LA with the Chargers if Brandon Staley wets the bed. Maybe you can convince him to come to Dallas. I don't know. But I do know this. After the way the playoffs ended last year, with y'all not being able to get off a damn play in the last <laughs> 13 seconds, and a week later, watch the Kansas City Chiefs, Martin and Patrick Mahomes, march the team downfield and put them in field goal range to push the game into overtime in the same 13 or 14 seconds. With that fallback and the way the penalties played y'all last year, to come into this year, to end the season losing to a third-string quarterback with your starters on the field, and then you go into Tampa with the way Todd Bowles and this team has looked throughout the season, and you going to lose to (laughs) them? Oh, hell no. I I can't believe that Mike McCarthy will keep his job if
2: they lose this game, Stephen A. Smith, join us here, 105 through the fan. You seem very confident. You care to make it interesting?
6: What do you mean, interesting? What do you, what
2: uh, are you implying? I'm implying. <laughs> I think you know what I'm implying. I'm implying a little bit of a, of a friendly wager between the. Oh, okay, okay.
6: I'm listening. I'm listening. Give it to me. <laughs> okay. To me. Let me see. Let me see if I'm interested in this. All Go
2: right, ahead. all right. Let's do this. Okay. So, you believe that Mike McCarthy will be fired if they lose? If Mike McCarthy is in fact fired. Sean and I and Bobby will treat you to any and and Michael and Michael and Michael Irvin to any dinner
3: you want in Phoenix at the Super Bowl. Okay. But if he's not fired, any dinner, any dinner you want, price will not be an issue. Un, you know, unless, unless, we, unless, <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless it's an issue. Unless it's an issue. Unless it's an issue.
6: First of all, you don't have to worry about the money. You don't have to worry about the money. I went to. It, it's not even about the money. It's the fact that that faces and voices of Dallas. <laughs> would have to humble themselves to
3: treat me to dinner. <laughs> that's
6: good enough for me. So go ahead. All right,
3: then, we, we, we know Mike ain't paying. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: going to figure out a way to take
6: his money. I'm going to figure out a way to take his money. All right. Just now
2: Leave it up to me. If, if Mike McCarthy loses and he's not fired, then, I mean, I think it's only fair that, that Sean and I get to, and Bobby get to come on first take for, you know, a couple of minutes.
6: <laughs> Super Bowl. No, you know what? You know what? You know what? I, I gotta think about that. I don't know if y'all would be worthy to come off. <laughs> oh man. damn! If, if he, if he, now if he, now if, if he wins and they get to the Super Bowl, uh, well, you know what? That, that, then that's a different animal. Okay. All right. That's a that's a different animal. Now, even though I'm the executive producer of the show, now, I, the I, I still, have, yeah, I've been, yeah, I was named executive producer first take this season, guys. But I, in all, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I would tell you that I would have to talk to the bosses about that because I don't have carte blanche the way people think, okay? I do have <laughs> balls. But, but but if they make it to the Super Bowl, I, I have to say I would have to humble myself Ooh, to oh. all of Dallas. I would have to humble myself to all of Dallas. I would have to try to capitulate to most requests that are being made. But let me just say this. I'm really not concerned about that at all. <laughs> I'm not concerned about that. Sounds I'm, good not concerned about having, I'm not concerned about having to lose that bet Because, listen, there's no way y'all are going to the Super Bowl because you just don't have it. You just don't have it. But you should win this Tampa Bay game. You're the better team. I just think that if you're going to lose to Sam Howell, (sighs) going up against Tom Brady, knowing the pressure that is on y'all, and you know, (laughs) y'all have crumbled beneath the pressure on many, many occasions. In recent history, and I just suspect it's going to happen again.
2: So you don't I think really do. you don't think it's anything Tampa does. You expect the Cowboys uh, to lose because of the Cowboys?
6: Oh, absolutely. D- did I stutter? I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that, did I? Did I give you the impression that Tampa was going to be the better team? No. I'm expecting an implosion. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting an implosion. I'm expecting them to beneath the bright lights and the pressure. That's what I'm expecting. If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were better, I would give y'all a better chance. It's the fact that Tampa Bay is not that great this year, and people are not expecting much of them. We clearly know the Dallas Cowboys are the better team. They're favored to win this game. And I'm looking at it from that perspective, and I'm saying this is exactly the kind of game they'll fold. This is exactly the kind of circumstances that they will fold under. It's what they do. It's what they do. And I anticipate that that will happen again. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I'm not in any way saying that the Dallas Cowboys are, are inferior to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And oh, by the way, for the state of Texas, I got news for you. It's not like I'm in the strongest position in the world. I went the Cinderella route with TCU for crying out loud because I got (laughs) tired of picking the SEC. And look how that turned out. It was one of the most embarrassing picks of my career. All of that is true. But But when everything else fails, those Dallas Cowboys never let me down. Just be patient. Somehow, some way, they'll find a way. And I've said it on many occasions, and I want you to know that. Because I tried to tell everybody last year, they were raving about the Cowboys every route to a 12-win season who went on the air and said they wouldn't even win a playoff game. Mm. Weeks in events. That's what I said. <laughs> this year, I kind of suspected they would win a playoff game until I learned they would be going up against Tom Brady. <laughs> and that's when everything changed. And I said, <laughs> this falls right in line. This is beautiful. And that's what I anticipate, my man. It's coming. <laughs> Just wait. Just
3: wait, Stephen A. Your your uh, your boy Dan Orlovsky. Put- he's he's overtaking you as the number one villain in Dallas. Yeah, by the way, he
2: put Dak. <laughs> Is he? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. He put Dak twelve out of fourteen <laughs> among quarterbacks of the postseason. Now, come on, that's disrespectful, right? Is he
6: trolling us? Is he just trolling us here? Okay, 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 okay. okay. Well, let's analyze like that. Let let let's pause for a second. Let's think about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got Jalen Hurts. Yep. We've got Dak Prescott. We got Daniel Jones. I wouldn't put Daniel Jones ahead of Dak Prescott. Thank you. Then we got Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't put. Uh, well, this year I would put him against ahead of Dak Prescott because he's had a better year, as far as I'm concerned. Even though I'm no fan of, of Kirk Cousins and Dallas blitzed in forty to three. Okay, but we can't just put Dak ahead of him right now. Not with the not with the way Dak's been playing as of late. Okay, so we go to.
3: Um, you, you want his li- you want you want us to give you his list? Please, go ahead.
2: Okay. Uh he had uh, obviously the only, the only two behind him were
4: um Skylar
2: Thompson and uh Brock Purdy.
4: Everybody was else is ahead of him. Yeah, so he had in order Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins ahead of Dak.
6: No, I would not put Daniel Jones nor Geno Smith ahead of Dak Prescott, even though Geno Smith statistically has thrown for over 4,000 yards and he's had a breakout season. I wouldn't put him ahead of Dak Prescott. I wouldn't put Daniel Jones ahead of Dak Prescott. But I got to admit, based on the way Dak has looked with these interceptions, y'all are not mm. in, a, in a strong position to be arguing on behalf <laughs> of Dak <laughs> it's Prescott. It's true. You mm. do understand that. You're not in that position. Dak's got to step up. And, and, and see, to me – it's it's like this. In all seriousness, man, I I got a lot of I got a lot of respect for Dak Prescott, and I'm happy that he got his money. He's the face of the franchise, even though I think Michael Parsons is your best player. I'm of the mindset where Dak Prescott, one of the things that throws me off about people, I'm mindful of those guys, y'all, that always say the right things. You know, they're the quintessential leader at the microphone, <laughs> but on the field. They leave something out there. <laughs> Derek Carr is a perfect example. After John Gruden got let go last year by the Raiders uh, because of his whole boo ha Derek Carr was the perfect face for the franchise. Yeah. Said all the right things, you know, uh, the right temperament, uh, galvanized the troops, uh, the troops under Basakio. I mean, did a good job Quarterback quarterbacking the team, got them to the playoffs before they lost to Cincinnati. We saw all of this, right? But the reality is that when he got – when he decided that he was going to give his goodbyes to the Raiders, to the Raiders uh, faithful Raider Nation yesterday, I mean, everybody acted like it was a big deal. You've been there nine years, man. You ain't win one playoff game. Let's pump the brakes and put stuff in its proper perspective. You all right. You, 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 you're a decent player. But, you know, we, 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 ain't, we, ain't, we ain't throwing funerals and writing epitaphs because, oh, my God, uh, uh, Derek Carr is gone. That's just a fact. Because what have you really done? That Prescott better be careful, because he's getting to that point. <laughs> we have to look at him and we have to say, we know that he's better. He's had some moments. He's won a playoff game, etc. But the fact of the matter is, you're the face, you're one of the preeminent faces for America's team. Franchise worth seven, eight billion dollars. You got the most popular owner in the sport, if not the sports world. You play at a billion-dollar playpen, one of the greatest stadiums ever built. We'll be talking about that the way we talk about Roman Coliseum when we're all (laughs) long and gone. All of this stuff is going on, the stars on the helmet, the best cheerleaders on the planet, and all of this other stuff. But you're going home every year. You ain't even making it to a conference championship game. At some point in time, we're going to look at Dak Prescott that way if he ain't careful particularly if he continue to play the way he's been playing with these damn interceptions. You got to cut down on those mistakes. See, Michael Parsons, we know he's going to show up. Let's not act like we don't know. It. I don't give a damn if he ain't had in the last couple of games. Or this is Michael Parsons we talking about. That brother going to show up. Trayvon Diggs, I believe in that brother. He's going to show up. Hell, DeMarcus Lawrence got to up his game, but I believe in him. I believe whether it's Ezekiel Elliott or Tony Pollard, one of them going to show up. CeeDee Lamb ain't a scrub. What you going to do, Dak Prescott? you're the face of the fan. What you going to do? At some point in time, we got to stop getting caught up. Because first of all, I've said this about him. And it's not an insult. It's just reality. He is one press conference I never listened to. (laughs) I don't give a damn what Dak Prescott has to say. Uh Give me Dak Prescott from from four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, one year ago. Yo, y'all, he says the same stuff. (laughs) He ain't saying nothing compelling, nothing interesting. Nothing controversial, nothing earth-shattering, nothing that makes you raise your eyebrow and say, whoa, okay, what's he saying here? Nothing intriguing, nothing. The dude is the safest interview on the planet. He's going to say all the right things. Okay, fine. So what you going to do? You got to win, man. You got to win because you're talented enough to win. We understand you've been through a lot. We respect the hell out of you. I respect him as a man. I respect his talent. I respect his leadership capabilities. But you got to perform. And your performance is the one thing that has been lacking. He is on the verge of being Derek Carr, a really good quarterback who's flagrantly not great, devoid of the resume that even teaches on greatness. That's Dak Prescott, until further notice.
4: Last one for you here, Stephen. A. Uh, we're we're all terrified of losing Luka Doncic in this city uh, because Mark Cuban just has not done enough to to put a good supporting cast around him. How how mad should we be here in Dallas at Mark Cuban for what he's built around Luca?
6: I wouldn't say mad. What I would say is you have a right to get mad eventually. You don't have to be there yet. I would remind y'all, y'all were just in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> That's more than you had done since 2000, what, 2011. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. And so when you take that into consideration, respect that. You have a superstar in Luka Doncic. He didn't just fall in your lap. You had to do a swap with Atlanta in order to get him. You pulled that off from an organizational perspective. Respect that. Mm -hmm. You have Jason Kidd, who I think is a phenomenal basketball coach. Uh, Nico Harrison, I think, had a lot of potential as an executive, connections, et cetera, et cetera. All right, and I was a fan of Rick Carlisle, and I know I've known Rick Carlisle personally for over 20 years. He's a friend. I would tell you this: what you have is unacceptable if you stand pat. Now I'm gonna break news here because people in Dallas have never heard me say this before. You got a phenomenal fan base. You got a phenomenal city. I actually love Dallas, Texas. I've actually thought about relocating to Dallas. Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. A cowboy hat. I have. I have. No, that'll never happen. That'll never happen. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be, I'll be, but you know, but you see, people try to act like they hate me, but they really love me. They love me in Dallas. <laughs> they, they they try to act like they don't, but they love me. It's all right. You know, booze are a form of love, y'all. Trust me on this. Booze are a form of love. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Great city, great fan base. Um, The fact of the matter is, I love me some Mark Cuban as well. He's got to do better. There is no excuse not to have more talent on your squad in that city. I'm talking about that you've acquired in free agency. Christian Wood is a good pickup. He's not a scrub. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is not a scrub. Good game last night from him, by the way. All mm-hmm. uh, right? And, and Luca is just a superstar. But the reality of the situation is he's a one-man wrecking crew. They got to do better, man. And when if you were in Utah or someplace like that, i get it because cash ain't trying to come there. But you think about that city, the appeal and the allure of the city of Dallas, Texas. You combine that with there being no state income tax in the state of Texas. Trust me, players know about this stuff. All right. And then the fact that you got Luka Doncic. There is absolutely positively no excuse for this roster not to be buffered. Mark Cuban is a relatable individual, very brilliant, very smart, you know, connected. A lot of guys get along with him. He's at a lot of the games. Guess what? When are you going to cultivate these relationships and make sure it manufactures into you buffering that roster? Because this is not good enough to win a championship. And we all know this. And so I definitely think that you're right in bringing that up. I would say to you, appreciate the fact that y'all are fresh off a Western Conference Finals appearance. Appreciate the fact that you got a star in Luka Doncic or a superstar in Luka Doncic and a phenomenal coach in Jason Kidd that should be there for years to come. But you got to give Jason Kidd more to work with because this ain't enough. And I'm looking at Nico Harrison and I'm looking at Mark Cuban to pull that off because they have to. It's a fair question. And I have no problem with y'all bringing that up because it's the right thing to do. You the got t- a star like Luka Doncic. He got to get more
3: help. The Tolos are hating that they love. They're all loving his Dac. <laughs> opinion. You're a man of your word. First take in Tampa. Come up with another pinky intro that blew up the internet. Ah, you liked it? You it liked was it? good. That you was, like good. That was <laughs> good. That was good. Pick out your, pick out your restaurant, Listen, and we'll pick out our segment. <laughs>
6: but you do Here's all I'm asking y'all to do. Just, just just, tell the Cowboys fans, don't be scared. I'll be in Dallas. I'll be in Tampa. Y'all can come to Tampa. Don't be scared. Show up. See, the Tampa faithful are going to show up. We're we going to have a packed house, okay? I mean, me and the, and the playmaker and the crew, we're going to have a packed house. But, see, I want Cowboy fans there. Don't hide. Don't hide now. Y'all been chirping and talking all of this time. Don't hide now. Come on to Tampa. At the convention center, you know, it's free. You can get in. I mean, and, and where are your Dallas Cowboys paraphernalia? I want to know. Where are your jerseys and all that? I want to know who you are. I don't want you hiding. I don't want you hiding. All of y'all that were crying, all of y'all that were depressed last year, that's been chirping this year, you know we're going to win the Super Bowl. this You know we're going to win the Super Bowl. Show up. Show up. I dare you, because I got something for them. I can't wait for them to come. I really, really can't. I got something for them. I am
3: waiting, fellas. I am waiting. Thank you for the time, as always. (laughs) We'll see you on TV in 15 minutes. Appreciate it, Stephen A. Thank you. All right, fellas. Take care. Stephen A. Smith, Diamond Factory Hotline, Sean and RJ continuing right here on The Fan.
0: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network
3: Do we have a deal?
2: I think we do. I, I,
3: I think I think that was as good of a deal as we were going to get. I think he kind of agreed. I have a little bit of confidence in a dinner taking place. Yeah, look, I'm and, more worried about Mike and arranging the dinner with Mike than Stephen A. Even though we took Mike out to dinner, I just feel like Michael could have like 40 different things going on at the Super Bowl. He but does. We he need, will. but we need Mike to get Stephen A. for the dinner. He ain't going to put us on first take. That's not. (laughs) Although although he committed with the Super Bowl. If they
2: make the Super Bowl, I think we'll we'll get a a couple of minutes. We'll get one of those short two-minute end-of-hour segments. They'll throw us on
4: there. (laughs) You guys
3: got to go to the fan uh, the fan workshops. The merchandise sto- the store. Merchandise. Yeah, yeah, the merchandise. Get a year appreciated to
4: put on there. You'll you'll get the uh you'll get the SNL wave at the end of the show. Like you'll just be that's all they'll <laughs> yeah. get. Stand you up on set and like we've got uh the fan out here with us today. Yeah. Say hi. All right, and that'll be it. That's all for first take. But dinner might take
3: place. Yeah.
4: Could we expense that?
3: Uh we could at least Michael well, yeah. and Stephen A. We can, Smith we dinner. At least- we for what a, they've done for the station? We
2: can at least write it off. Our taxes. We may not yeah. be a little expensive, we could definitely write it off. Yeah.
3: So, man, the Tolos, for the second straight time, are hating themselves for liking him. And of course, you know the Fantex, which you said is normally anti Dak, love that little pep talker speech. He gave to number four, or was he even a pep talk to the team, Bobby? What did Oh they say? yeah,
4: no, that was a, the the fan text loved his little speech there for about three minutes, talking about Dak needing to step up. And you know, you have people go, "Man, I hate this. Y'all are making me like him." Somebody else said, uh, "Is this like low key Stephen Ace trying to give a pep talk? Like he's he's trying to give a, a speech to get the the Cowboys invested and ready?" So, I, I mean, pretty much unanimous positive feedback. As, as was the case with you guys the first time around, they've all had uh, they they've all been charmed, they they've they've fallen for it.
3: He disagreed with Orlovsky having Daniel Jones and Geno Smith above Dak Prescott in the QB playoff rankings. You could tell he's friends with Cupin. He said, "Remember West Finals, remember West Finals," which is true. He said, "Remember they worked to get Luca. He didn't just fall in their lap." They had to execute the trade, but he also said unacceptable with what Luka has surrounding him, and I'm sure they're going to talk about the game last night. Mav stars, two thrillers for Metroplex teams. The Stars lose an impossible game. With one second left, the Rangers tie it up, and then they win it in overtime, and then Luka, scoreless midway through the third quarter, hits a three to tie it with 10 seconds left. Double overtime. He hits another big three. Dinwiddie, Stephen A. Gave him props, and the Mavs beat the Lakers again. Okay. And he also is not backing down. He says Mike McCarthy will be gone if the Cowboys lose this game. And it sounds like, of course, he's picking Tampa Bay. It does sound like he's picking Tampa Bay. Did we uh, got that out of no, him?
2: No, it actually, it, it, he didn't pick Tampa Bay. He just picked. He has so much faith that Dallas is going to find a way to blow it. He picks the Cowboys to lose. He picks the Cowboys to lose. I think there's a big difference in
3: that.
4: Yeah, he's
2: he's picking them to go full like Cheddar Bob and what just you mean, like shoot a big themselves difference. in the thigh. He's not picking Tampa to win. He's picking the Cowboys to lose. There's a big difference. I mean, you're still. I mean,
3: you're still eliminated. Right, 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 right. But like, yeah, he's everyone thinks the Cowboys are the better team, but is Tom Brady's mystique and then the Cowboys choker label going to win out?
2: Yeah, well, it's the choker label that he is betting on is going to win out. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how much mystique there is. The old joke, mystique and aura are dancing in a club somewhere.
3: What was that line he gave us about enemies or form or something? Atolo picked that out. Love this line that he gave us. Um, a form of love. What do he say? A form. Booze
4: are of- a form of love. Booze, Booze are a form or a of, form love. of yeah. love.
3: As they're taking first take to Tampa. Maybe we can get Bobby out there holding up a Tolo sign in the back. You go out there and first take set in the background.
4: There yeah. you go. There you go. Or just like hold up like a big picture of a whale
2: with like a fan yeah. logo in it. <laughs> <laughs> and you just have a big size as 105 the fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we bring that 105 the fan? Can we bring yeah. that? Hold on. Can let me grab that. that. Let me grab thing? that. Yeah. Can we bring that sign? Right, I thought you were pointing to, to me. I thought you wanted me
3: there. No, uh, yeah. No. Uh, you're not that thing.
2: Oh. I, I, can, uh, I can hold this.
3: Okay, go ahead. Hold that in back. Ryan, how can we set that up? So turn chop- around, turn around. Choppy B Stephen A. Choppy B Stephen A and Bobby. Oh, uh, yeah,
4: Choppy, stand over there. You're going
3: to go in front of him?
4: Yeah, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand behind him, and I'm just going to be like this. Yeah. And I'm going to be going like, you're appreciated. <laughs> and I'll just start making whale noises. I'll go. And RJ right now is doing a yeah. Stephen
3: A personation. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you be in the crowd. Just go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there it is, y'all. That's why uh, you got to tune in. You never know what the hell is going to take place. Turn it on, leave it on. Nick Eatman previews the Bucks and the trip to Tampa at 920. But RJ Choppy says this NFL weekend, the games before the Cowboys, going to be the easiest five-way that you've ever had. Yeah. Next on The Fan.
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, You could spend the weekend doing the
0: same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.